Welcome to the Vince Del Monte Podcast Show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. What's up, everybody? We got another early morning uh, podcast here. Uh, for those who don't know, Corby and I work together on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We've been doing it for probably eight, nine months now. And uh, we've just been working on building our program and making our program better and better for our seven-figure mastermind and six-figure coach students. And uh, we are, I look like, it looks like we're creating a little routine where we're doing a, a double podcast Tuesday mornings. And so it's nice and early. So if you hear strength in our voice, but not as much yelling in our voice, it might be because it's a little early here, but we've got something we want to talk to you about today. Corby's going to drop the title of this one. It's probably one of the most important conversations that we have one with our students, but then for an application to you being a great student, but then also an application to you being a better coach for your students. And Corby, what are we going to be talking about here today? You can't give great coaching with bad information. You can't. You just can't do it, Vince. And a lot of times, I believe, I can't prove it scientifically, but I've been coaching long enough to know this. People will lie to you and expect you to understand the lie so that you can give them the truth based on their lie. Let me back that up for a quick second. So, (laughs) (laughs) So what that means is, Rather than telling you the truth, even though they're paying you to be naked, I call it naked emotionally. Why would you tell me something that's not good for you to try to get me to try to help you if you're not going to tell me the truth? So let's say I'm scared this promotion's not going to work. I'm scared this client's going to leave. I'm scared that I don't know what I'm doing and people are going to find me out. If you don't tell me those things, and as your coach, you never bring that up that you're struggling internally with trying to move forward in your business. If you never tell me, I'm just moving ahead with my life. I'm thinking I'm helping you. And then seven months later, you say, hey, man, I've been struggling for seven months. So six months and a half ago, you should have said something. You can have a whole different trajectory. Hmm. So there's an old poem by, I want to say, Robert Frost about the road less traveled. And uh, yeah, you you make a choice. So you take the road less traveled by yourself, it can get tricky. It's an old Chinese proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. Yeah. I I want a team. I'm going going to help you go far. If you want to, if you want to go fast, you can do it on your own. Yeah. So this is uh, before we dive too far and guys, if you're getting value out of the Vince Delmonte podcast, don't forget to share it on your social stories. We're seeing a big um, increase in downloads at the moment. Corby, I haven't even told you. But we've we figured out how to literally double our listenership. So we've got a lot of new listeners on the Vince Delmonte podcast. And uh, you're listening to uh, head coach Corby Waters speak to me about really what's happening in the trenches, if you will. And people, I've heard people say, Vince, don't ever use that term in the trenches. People aren't getting killed. That's insulting to people in the military. And I totally agree. But I'll be honest, a lot of people might not be getting physically killed, but they're getting internally killed. And they're killing off literally 
their ability to provide for their family, in a sense, it is pretty bad. It is pretty tragic. No one's getting their limbs blown off, that's for sure. But at the end of the day, this conversation is necessary because people aren't getting helped because, as Corby said, they're bringing us, they're telling us, okay, I got a story. We won't name this guy. Won't even say if he's a part of our group or not. But I, first of all, I'm proud of him for telling me this. Uh, Corby, I haven't even told you this yet. Member, somebody I know, doesn't matter, has got a very large Instagram following. And he's been listening to our Instagram audit trainings. And he knows that I do growth campaigns. He knows that they're not cheap. And basically what he confided in me with is like, hey, my engagement is horrendous. And um, the reason for it is because a few years ago, I paid for growth. It was all fake followers. He's got like over 120,000 followers. But because it's all garbage followers, he's now paying for fake engagement because he doesn't want it to look incongruent. So he's paying a fortune to get fake likes, fake hearts, fake views. Now, they're not, it's not technically fake, but it's, they're coming from 14-year-old girls in Yugoslavia who are just, you can get, so he's get the engagement, there's real people, but they're never people that are going to engage with his real content and ever come into the DM and pay him. So he's essentially, he's been, he's been funding a lie. And he asked me about, hey, should I work with Mike with regards to the growth campaign? I said, I'll be honest, man, that's a long-term strategy. It's not just a one-time investment. Like you have to keep doing it and knowing how much I've invested. I'm like, you're not even, you're not even there. So I I told him, I said, hey, bro, I'm just going to be real direct coming from your coach. This is what you pay me for. I said, cut your losses. I said, cut your losses. One, stop paying for the fake engagement. I said, two, just start from scratch. And I, I really like, I'm saying this, I'm actually elevating him right now for the fact that he had the courage to tell me because if I didn't know that was going on, I'm like, I just figured his account probably grew early days and he's been trying to figure out his content, but he's actually, it's like staying on steroids and telling everybody you're natural. That's, a, that's an expensive lie. It's like telling everybody that you own the Lambo and really you're renting it and you can't keep up with the payments, but you've got all this new prestige that's come along with it. But really the only person you're fooling is yourself. So I guess what you're talking about here, I would say we're on the same page. I'm like, Pastor Stephen Furtick says it like this. A lot of people try and fake it till they make it. But what really happens is you fake it till you break. And you can't, and you right, right? You fake it. Next thing, all this stuff just, it just falls apart. You can't sustain it. If you go back to the drugs, that's such a good example because eventually the doctor tells you, hey man, your liver is destroyed. You put, you take some milk this, but like that's designed to protect the liver. Like how do I rebuild my liver? You don't. You wouldn't have to come off the roids if you want any chance. Maybe it'll recover over years and years, but it's like the damage has been done. So that's what I mean by saying, you don't make it, you don't fake it till you make it. You fake it until you literally break. You take the, keep taking the drugs. Next thing you're having a heart attack in your mid thirties. Next thing you're 29, but you look like you're 49 because of all the growth hormone you've take. Your face looks like 20 years aged. How do I reverse that Vince? You don't, there's this concept called consequences in life. So what I'm here to do is scare you into starting to be honest with us. And honesty is that's what's going to set you free. And then just realize we're not going to judge you. What Corby and I are trying to say is we're not going to be like, oh, you idiot. 
We're like, okay, man, hey, thanks for bringing this to the table. That's why you're paying us to help you through these things. Like you're in a safe place. Like you're, this is the safest place you can be. If you've got stuff you're not telling us, this is the safest place you can possibly get these things sorted out. You don't pay a therapist for them to laugh at you. You pay a therapist to say, hey, man, you, by the way, I deal with this all the time. When I was working with Annie and I was telling her about some of the things, like I'll just, I'll get vulnerable here for a second. She was doing this exercise with us and asking me about what's most important to me. Oh, how was, I forget how she framed the question, but what I should have answered was my family. And what I answered was my work right in front of Flavia and stupid me. I didn't even know I said it. And then she goes, Flavia, Vince, put your hand on Flavia. I'm like, what's she talking about? It didn't even connect. She goes, I know this probably Vince said something that probably just hurt you. He's not, I don't think he's even aware of what he just said. And then it finally clicked. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just admitted that my priority is my work and not my own wife sitting beside me and my kids. And every man would say their priority is their wife and their kids. And I came right out and said, if something off, oh yeah, she was asking me, what are you afraid of? If everything fell apart, it was like rooted in like losing my business, not rooted in losing my family. And oh my gosh, you idiot. But I'm like, she's, hey Vince. And then she reassured me. She says, I deal with this all the time. And she started to unpack the reason Vince said this is she explained how many men, males work is associated with purpose. And when Vince is working, he feels like that's when he's most in purpose. And that, so she had to explain it. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I must be the biggest loser of all time. And I'm not saying it's right or justifying it, but she had, this is normal. And Flavia needed to hear it from her, Annie and not hear it from me. And we, we've been working through that. And I've wow. been trying to start to make sense of that and trying to see, okay, so how do I, how does Flavia know that she is equally just as important while my work is important? And how can she be okay with these thoughts that I have? And we have to work through that. So that's what we're working through right now. But if that had never come out, yeah, that could create some disconnection, big disconnection in our relationship. Because you're making, again, you're making decisions. She would be making decisions on false information because she believes, okay, I've been with you for so many years. This is what, this is the path he's going down. And meanwhile, you're going down this other path. So Again, you would have been going down that path alone, even though your the, the goal is to support your family. You you would have made it. You would have made it there fast, but you wouldn't have made it there together. So you can't go far because hmm. at the end of that path, if you would have kept going down it in ten years, Luca would have been like, "Hey, Dad, when'd you get a beard, son? Dad, I had a beard for four years now. Like you didn't see it? No, because you've been in a drunken stupor, working and creating wealth and creating all these these gadgets." for your kids. Uh, the best version of that I've ever heard is a guy named Dr. Nick Lino. He lives in uh, North Jersey. And the reason he owns six dental clinics practices, I don't know what you call them. And he said one day he came home and he always kissed his kids goodnight. And when he kissed his son, he realized his son had a scruff on the side of his face. So he turned the light on while his son was sleeping and realized his son was growing a beard. And he went into work the next day and sold all of his practices. He says, what the heck am I working for? He says, before I lose my entire family, because in his brain, his son was still like eight years old. And he didn't, it never even occurred to him that his son's about to graduate from high school because he was too busy building this 10,000 square foot house in uh, 
Alpine, New Jersey, and he had a house in Rockaway, which to me is just baffling because they're like 40 miles away. So you got a $20 million house in Alpine, and then you got a $10 million house in Rockaway. It's 30 minutes away. At least you get one on the beach. Like that, that makes sense to me. You know, <laughs> but he said, and I remember, I'll never forget this when he said this when I first met him. He says, and this ties everything back together. He says, when your dreams die, that's worse than being dead because you're living as a walking zombie. Wow. So to put that in more current terms, when your dream dies, that's worse than being dead because you're living as a cast member on Walking Dead. I forget who says it. He says, most people die at 25, but they wait to 65 to get put in the box. Mm. I've so, heard that one. Yeah, so the whole trick is if to thyself you be true, then to no one else you could be false. That's what Shakespeare said that way. So I always say give the coach the best chance to help you win. Ooh. And, that, that, and that, that's with your kids. Because if you're a parent listening to this podcast, that means you're a coach to your kids. If you're in a relationship, I'm not brave enough to say as a man that I will be a coach to my wife or girlfriend. I'm not that brave. She might be a coach to you. So, yeah. <laughs> so when you're building something, if you base it on the truth, it's easier, in my humble opinion, to fix things. Oh, yeah. Because if we don't do that, we always cut ourselves short, in my opinion. Because imagine five years from now, you found out, hey, Corb, I, I just found out that the house we just finished paying our mortgage on, we signed it with the wrong name. So based on Canada law, we don't get to keep the house. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you bought a house based on bad information? Wait a minute. You, because you were signing your name, Vince, and your government name is something different, you can't have the house? Mm. You will freak out. But that's how life is. If, if, you don't, if you don't be honest with the people that you're, you're close to, you're going to spend all this money, a.k.a. time of your life, based on a lie. So then when the time comes time they find out the truth, you go, man, we could have saved 10 years. We could have saved 10 years. And that's the problem with in your business, in your relationships, in your family. It's easier to fix your grass when it's two inches high than when it's 35 inches high. Wow. Because at two inches, you can still mow. It's going to be a little bit longer. Yeah. That's, that's 35 inches. You need a specialist to come in. But that's the net, that's the analogy where you sweep things under the rug. At first, it's easy to walk around, but eventually, there's so much crap underneath the rug that you actually can't move anymore, and it's okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'll we'll go. Let's go in the opposite direction. Remember, yesterday where we do our weekly uh, call, everybody listening, our coaches called an L10 meeting out of the traction book. It's really neat. And one of the the sections of the call is ISD issues or IDS issues discussed and solved. So one of the issues yesterday was just maximizing, I guess the term would be compliance adherence from quiet members. We have a, a large coaching program and the reality of the matter is members go quiet. For me, that's concerning, but not necessarily unless you check in. My 
default reaction. Maybe this is my scarcity mindset kicking in where I'm thinking if somebody's quiet, something's wrong. But I shared yesterday on the call, we reached out to somebody uh, who was quiet and he actually shared like, actually, hey, Vince, I know I've been quiet, but I just had a record month. I just, wow. he said, and it's all thanks to this group. He was, he wrote me back like a novel. He goes, Hey, I'm actually just doing everything you and Corby have told us. And I understand I'm in the beginning stages of my business and I just need to be showing up consistently. I'm working on my content and I'm just focusing on actively growing my following, uh, creating connections with my audience, creating content based around what they want. And I'm actually doing great. Thanks for checking in. This was a nice unexpected message. I sent a voice note to him and he, he said, it's really neat to see you check in. This just gave me an idea that I could implement too. But he said, everything's great. I'll be a little more active in the group. No problem. Vince, you want me to give you the greatest coaching tip of all time? You ready? Yeah. You, you probably won't have to do another podcast on this one. You ready? <laughs> check in before they check out. Hmm. Yeah. If you don't check in before they check out, then you checked in too late. One of our very first coaching calls when you were with the other organization and I was asking you about retention and maximizing this piece of the business and maintaining connection. When How do you maintain connection? It's easy when you've got 20, 30 clients, but when you're close to 200 between both our groups, we have over 600 members. Like, how do you, how do you, we don't see people as numbers. We truly want each person to be successful. So obviously this isn't babysitting, but at the same time, I remember you sharing with me that when somebody gives you the notification that they've like mentally checked out at month six, what month have they actually done it in? They probably quit like the third month in. And they just, just wait for to tell you. They yeah. just, it took them three months to muster up the courage to tell you. Mm -hmm. And I guess the reason we're doing this podcast here is because we don't want that to happen to you. It's, hey, listen, if you're struggling, don't Craig and Bedros, the terms they use, and I love these terms, is suffer in silence. Don't suffer in silence. <laughs> what did you pay us for? Yeah. I haven't figured that out yet. Is it because it, we talked about this before? Is it the ego? Is it the pride? Is it like, is it, it's, is it really as simple as that? Yeah. Because uh, you're going to laugh at this one. Ego stands for edging God out mm -hmm. because at that point you think you can do it on your own and you mm -hmm. can't, you can only go so far Vince. I don't care what you do. There's a limit to how far you can go alone. And you, and if you're a coach, that's probably 50 or 60 members. That's the furthest you can go alone unless you, if you can have 100, 200 clients and you're the only person in your program, just know you have an info product business and not a coaching business. Wow. And there's, <laughs> because there's a ceiling on the number of people you can actively care for as a coach. It, there's a limit. Otherwise, you go crazy. Like you don't have enough physical hours to maintain all those relationships by yourself. So you have to build a team. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now, looking to heavily invest into actually Segsway to maybe a bit of an announcement too. Something really neat we're doing with the seven figure group is we are doing an eight week accountability boot camp. You and our operations engineer are going to be heading it up. And we're going to be having for eight weeks for anybody a part of our group. First of all, they have to apply for it. We're not letting just anybody in. And uh, I'm really excited to. I'm sure we'll have more updates as we go, but what we're looking to do is essentially 
Uh, Corby, you should kind of just talk about the three main questions that you're going to be asking on every single call. And we're going to have each member come up with one goal over the next 60 days. And this is going to be hardcore, ruthless accountability where it's not coaching in the essence that we're not teaching you anything. Corby, what's the vision for this? And one of the uh, reasons we're doing this is one, to help our members execute a level they've never executed before. And for there to be consequences for them not to have doing the one goal they said they're going to do. And finally, we're going to be looking for potentially a three or four of our students who do very well with this accountability bootcamp to come on board and join our team who have capacity to do work with us part-time. They're not going to be giving up their business to work with us, but who have capacity to uh, work with us part-time. And uh, so we're going to get our members to a new level. They're going to get their butts kicked. They're going to get better results than they've ever got. And we're going to help them have an opportunity to work closer with us. And they're going to see what the inside of a soon to be eight figure business looks like. Okay. So it's basically, it comes down to three things, Vince. We're going to ask people to stop, take a look at what's going on, figure out the situation. Then we're going to ask them to choose a path to go to. And then we're going to ask them to, what's your next action step? That's basically what we're going to do. So I have something that's pretty old uh, that I used to say, how to live the rad life. It's old because nobody says rad anymore. But it stands for radical accountability on a daily basis. Hmm. Wow. If you can have radical accountability on a daily basis, I'll give you an example. I'm not going to say, I'm not even going to tell you that this guy's name is Vince Del Monte. um, (laughs) (laughs) I remember when you said the worst thing for me is when I'm on a a diet or a 16 week program and I don't follow it perfect. And I got to check in. You said, I dread the check in because I don't want to tell them I had wine on Thursday. I'm like, Vince, wine is a hundred calories, dude. Who cares? He's no. When the bottle opens, the bottle has to all leave. I said, oh, okay, I get it now. So just that little thing, I'm thinking to myself, 400 calories, man, I can inhale 400 calories accidentally. But <laughs> fortunately, accidentally. You know, <laughs> but here's the difference. When you're, when you're down to like calories because you're trying to reach a goal, here's what's going to happen in our program. What you do today shows up tomorrow. And what you do tomorrow shows up next week. What you do next week shows up next month. And what you do next month shows up next year. So if you look at your results you're getting right now and you really broke them down, just look back a year. And whatever those habits you were doing last year, they're currently showing up. So I always tell people, and this is one of my favorite sayings, success or failure is hidden in your daily routine. Uh Yeah, that's the one thing you can't hide from. So like in your world, when it comes down to calories and ounces, I I love when I hear people talk about show prep now and they talk about, I got to drink 92 ounces of water. I'm like, 92 ounces? Is it down to that level when you're drinking ounces specifically of water? They say, yeah, because you want to come into the show looking your best. So that makes all the difference. Yeah, that makes all the difference. So radical accountability on a daily basis. So so that's what we're doing. We got an eight-week boot camp kicking kicking stuff. What the heck am I trying to say? Starting up next week, December, it'll actually be no November 30th, 
eight weeks, I'll be in making an announcement in the Facebook group. We actually already made an announcement, but the application is going up this week. Yeah, I can see it's going to be interesting. I think it's also going to be a little scary. I think a few people will, I think a good handful of people will not do it because they're afraid to be found out. But I think what we want to encourage you to do is that's the exact reason you need to do this. That's the point. Yeah. It's like, oh man, if I'm, I know I'm just going to probably get kicked out of the group a few weeks in. So why set myself up for fail? You're definitely not going to get better by not doing it. Yeah, sure. I just, and it's like, such, now we're talking about another podcast here, the fear of failure, the failure. Fear. So I guess you got to embrace, do you value growth? Do you value yeah. growth? And I think at the end of the day, if you don't truly value growth, Maybe this even goes back to your conversation on being permanent versus being popular. Maybe you just want to be seen as popular. One of the, you want to be seen as an entrepreneur. So you don't do the hard work. You don't have those tough conversations. You don't put yourself into an environment where, yeah, you could get exposed, but guess what? Those are going to be, those will be your defining moments because you'll have an opportunity to move in a different direction. And that will be why you come in over the top. So I think that's it. I guess just to simplify this back to what Corby said right at the start was, yeah, if you want good advice, you can't give us bad information. Or or else our coaching is just theory. We're literally just, you've literally paid us to give you theory. You didn't need to hire us to give you theory. You can get theory off a podcast. But if you want to solve your individual problems, if you want personalized attention, people are like, I want custom coaching. I'm like, okay, are you willing to be honest with us? Like the custom coaching isn't, that's not built on our program. That's you, that's built on you telling us what's really going on now. Absolutely. And that's why people don't get custom coaching because they don't tell us, they don't tell us their custom problems. <laughs> We're not the issue. You're not telling us your custom problems. Anyways. This is a good episode. I think at the start of the podcast, I was trying to do a call to action to share the episode and I went off on a different tangent. So let's just wrap it up. Guys, if you're getting value out of this podcast, please um, share it on your social stories. If you'd like to hear about how we can support you, we're looking for 200 of our seven-figure mastermind members to be absolutely cranking by the end of the year, by December 31st. And the question is, are you on the train or are you in front of the train? We want you to send me a message on Instagram right now on the train. And if you're not on the train, you can still message me on the train. I'll know what that means. I'll know you listen to this episode and let's have a conversation, schedule a call. and We'll see if uh, you're a good fit for uh, one of our coaching programs to ensure that you're not just cruising along, but that you're cranking. Uh, not that you're just competing with the competition, but you're standing up and crushing the competition. If that sounds like something you're ready for and you're ready to be honest with us and show up when you're stuck and you're here to actually grow and not just say, hey, look, I'm a part of a coaching program too. Hey, look, I'm a entrepreneur too. If you're actually looking to be successful in 2021, send us a message and we'll have a conversation and we'll go from there. All right, everybody. Appreciate each and every one of you. Corby, you're amazing. Appreciate you so much. We'll see you all guys in the next one.